2: Ancestor by number one New York Times best-selling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
3: or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey there, welcome back. Pun here, your host at Fear, Realms Horror Channel. And if you can believe it, it's time for our second terrifying tale. After bearing witness to the gruesome fate of the Roanoke Colony, what new horrors await us? You'll find out soon, right after a word from our sponsor. So let's leave the 16th century Virginia woods for something a little more familiar, but somehow even more terrifying. A big box store on the busiest shopping day of the year. Black Friday, written by E.A. Copen and starring Fred Armisen, is a horror comedy that begs the question, if demonic forces took over your local mega-retailer, would anyone even notice? This is such great social satire on the soullessness of corporate America and retail stores in general. I think you're going to like this one. Let's get right into it. Tis the season, after all. I'm your host, Pun Bandu, and this is Black Friday, Episode 1. Ah,
2: I love this time of year. Shorter days, colder nights, the frenzied energy of holiday shoppers and underpaid warehouse fulfillment workers. But I'll never forget that big snowstorm a few years back. The weather closed in and, well, you might not believe it, but the world almost went to hell before the holidays. Lend me an ear and I'll tell you about our most famous retail clerk and what he did on that fateful Black Friday.
4: Oh, finally,
2: the Sacred
4: Cube is ready.
2: That's not this guy. But Richard, the shift manager at Mark Club, is important anyway. Because of the puzzle box thing. Okay. Yeah. Advancement rituals for retail employees. I guess I advises this ritual is to be performed at home. <laughs> As if I'm ever home anymore. Poor Richard had worked the floor covering back-to-back 12-hour days the last few weeks, but he also knew the perfect place for his ritual, the Mart Club basement, dark and hidden like his deepest desires. Tonight would be perfect timing, the evening of Thanksgiving. If it all went as planned, he'd be done before the Black Friday crew came in to set up. (laughs) (laughs) You'll help me get what I've always wanted. Right, Foxy Boxy? Yeah. Indeed. Richard could taste the sweet poetic justice of making his ritual, using that year's biggest holiday toy, the Foxy Boxy. Some newfangled kid's toy, a cross between a Rubik's Cube and a Jack-in-the-Box, with a stuffed fox that popped out when the puzzle box was solved. For weeks, customers had been up his tuchus to snag one for their milk-dripping brats. Technically, Foxy Boxy was out of stock. Technically, because Richard was using the last one in the tri-state area for his ritual. And it perfectly symbolized the urgency of his desire. He wanted his wish as much as those parents wanted a Foxy Boxy in time for Christmas. Okay, Okay, let's see place the cube uh, in the promotion configuration and speak your intention aloud. All right. Ah, there. Good enough. <clears throat> I want a promotion. Store manager. Make me a store manager after Black Friday. Ah, <coughs> oh, and crackers. The cube's spinning. <gasps> the ritual must be working. It's working. Ah. Finally, after 14 years in this shitty middle management job, it's about time I got what I deserve. Suddenly, a glowing red fog rolled over Richard. Oh, what the fudgical...
1: meat!
2: <laughs> <laughs> a trio of figures emerged. Something about their obscured features terrified him. Uh, hey, uh, what are you doing down here? This area is off limits to customers. You're uh, technically trespassing we're doing. That's what we're doing. You're going to want to go back to your car, please. <laughs> Chains with sharpened hooks erupted from the darkened <gasps> corners of the basement. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. This isn't what I asked for. Oh, this isn't what I wanted. I read the instructions
4: correctly. <gasps> oh.
2: The fog lifted, the only thing left of Richard was his smiling corpse, and a little pin under his name tag that read, There is no I in team. This week at Mark Club, save on festive snowman water, made from 100% organic snowmen. Just $1.99 a can. Or enjoy Rudolph brand reindeer steaks from our meat department, guaranteed parasite free. Only $12.49 per pound. And don't forget to stay toasty this holiday season with our half-price flamethrowers located in our garden department. Fashionable, functional, and fiscally responsible. Only at Mart Club.
4: What the fuck is that supposed to be, Bob?
2: Now that's Tanya. Still important because of the customer service manager thing, or CSM for short. It's Santa's sleigh. Can't you tell? Okay, okay. Now that's our guy. The most famous
3: retail worker of them all. Had to build up the anticipation. Can't you see my vision, Tanya? Two more Coca-Cola boxes and Santa's sleighs done. Round out the Dr. Pepper packs into festive snowmen, a few ornaments, and ta-da, the soft-drink aisle of Mart Club's A Winter Wonderland.
4: Yeah, this looks just as snazzy as your jack-o'-lantern display and outdoor lighting,
3: which we finally
4: took down this afternoon.
3: Come on, untangling those pumpkin lights wasn't that bad. Where's your holiday spirit? You're not even wearing your How Can I Help You Today limited edition enamel elf pin.
4: Do you hear something? Ah. Uh. <laughs> ah, damn it, Bob! I only came over here to see if you had extra tinsel, not for you to jizz soda all over my vest.
3: Ugh, sorry. I used the last of what we brought up for the sleigh. But I think there was another box in the basement.
4: <sighs> That's exactly what I want. To spend an hour in the basement going through dusty boxes. We're already an hour over for moving the last of the Halloween seasonal downstairs. I should be done by now. I want to get home before this incoming storm and you're over here making a damn sleigh. Are you going to make a reindeer, too?
3: Ooh, do you think I should?
4: You know what, Bob? Never mind. I'll just finish the display without the tinsel. Uh,
3: Tanya, I'll get you the tinsel right after I get this all cleaned
4: up. Whatever.
2: Bob didn't want Tanya reporting his mishap to Richard, the shift manager, and ruining his otherwise spotless permanent record. Or worse, recommending Bob for a write up. He damaged product, which cost Mark Club money. Quarterly bonuses were already low. What if word got out that his butterfingers were the reason the next check was even smaller? <laughs>
3: After 15
2: minutes, the floor was sparkling. Bob put up the bright orange caution cones and headed for the basement. Now, Mark Club was a sprawling retail warehouse with towering metal shelves two stories high. The front of the store held every bulk and discount good you could imagine. The back room was over a mile of narrow hallways. Freezers, coolers, proofers, and employee lockers lined the walkway. He noted a sign taped to the basement door reminding employees of Mark Club's core company values. Opportunity, betterment, excitement, and you. They'd even arranged it into the clever anagram,
3: OBEY, so it'd be easy to remember. When's the last time I was down here? Orientation? Why is this door always jammed up? Ugh. Wooden steps and a wobbly handrail extended into the waiting dark. All right. This is Mart Club, Bob, not the French catacombs. Hey, you've got a basement at home, right? Even if yours is finished, carpeted, and not as cobwebby. Oh, where's that light? Ah! <laughs> Ow! <coughs> Who kicked out that door? <coughs> must've been Drew. Stoner punk. Drew? Drew, when I got back up there, I'm gonna. <coughs> Damn it! This dust! <coughs> All right. Just in and out. All I need is this damned tinsel. Huh.
1: Didn't
3: notice these chirpy posters before. Make your store your home away from home. Oh, that's nice. Mark Club owns your soul, just like family. Hmm. Look at this hand-washing one. Some sort of multi-eyed tentacle monster dabbling his tentacles in a tiny sink. <laughs> this is very anime. Bob grabbed the nearest box and opened it. Inside
2: was a worn sweater. Uh, Alright. Let's see. Ugh
3: red and green stripes <laughs> talk about a trip to uglyville right <laughs> tinsel 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 come on okay we got an old hockey mask why is it all slashed how useful is that <laughs> this is a junk let's see broken tiara Mm-mm. tangled christmas lights get out of here oh what's this Ooh, what a cool looking book Alex would love this. Ooh, must be a collectible. Is that an embossed face on the cover? Or is this a math book? It's just full of diagrams and, what is this, Russian? Well, no tinsel here. Let's try a few more boxes. Ah, it's freezing down here. Ugh. would it kill Mart Club to invest in some insulation? Is that too much to ask? How did I even wind up here? I used to be somebody. I had a nice job, an acceptable commute, decent salary. Bob
2: thought about last summer when his life came crashing down. Some young college kids did a productivity study. They interrogated the office one by one. His departmental budget got slashed. When they started reusing paper clips, Bob knew his end was near. Then, the news. Bob's department was being replaced by a customer-oriented app. Those assholes. Unemployed for the first time in 20 years, Bob did what any red-blooded American man would do, interviewed for anything. He thought the Mart Club clerk position was only temporary. In six to eight months, Bob could be a CSM, like Tanya, with a pay raise.
3: Ah, there's the tinsel. Yeah. Oh, wait. Ah! Ow! I'm really getting too old for this. Oh God, my back.
2: Bob swept his key light over the mess, illuminating a pair of ergonomic work shoes. Man, Bob thought, those looked comfy. The shoes were attached to a pair of ankles, which connected to legs, a torso, then a face. Its green flesh drooped like rotten meat. White, cloudy eyes stared at him.
3: It's not real. (laughs) Alright, it's an exact copy of a red shift manager's vest, and Richard had a lanyard just like that. Actually, this zombie mannequin could be Richard's undead twin. Was this one of our Halloween seasonals? Man, a coke sled? I've really got to up my game if I want to stand out and get myself a promotion.
4: (laughs)
2: Good thing Tanya and Richard weren't around. If they caught Bob on his phone on the clock, he'd get a write-up.
3: Hello, honey? Hi. You calling to say goodnight? Ah, Jeff, that's so sweet. Actually, I was hoping you could pick up some milk on your way home. Of course,
4: honey.
3: How's Betsy doing? Our labradoodle is fine, Roberto, but she's the least of your worries. Don't forget this time. You know, I still can't believe you went in. Today, Of all days, so it's Thanksgiving. You should be at home. Ugh, I know, but holiday pay is time and a half. We need the money, Jeff. More than we need to be together on Thanksgiving?
1: Get almond milk. Or at least something humanely sourced.
4: With compostable packaging, please.
3: Ugh, Alex isn't on that animal rights kick again, is she? Just cows this time, I think could be worse i'm just glad she's taking an interest in something because you know how she gets jeff i heard that dad just just get the milk bob i will finish up op- I, uh, I i i just order we got a bad talk, connection, talk, Jeff. Talk, talk. Uh, you're cutting Bo, out, Bo, Jeff. Hello, 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 hello. hello, hello. Uh, hey, sorry, pal. Uh, I think our calls got crossed, but uh, <laughs> you might want to get that looked at. Oh, this damn snowstorm is probably interfering with cell reception. Damn it!
2: Just to make sure he didn't forget, Bob held the light in his mouth and wrote Get milk" on his palm with a pocket Sharpie.
3: <laughs> uh, who's there? But then? Ah, found you, you sneaky bastard tinsel. I uh, thought you could hide from Bob, did ya? Uh, this is definitely too heavy for tinsels. Uh, let's have a look. Box cutter.
4: Uh, uh, go. Ah, go. Damn it!
3: Butterfingers all over again. Maybe there's a bandage upstairs. As
2: Bob sucked his thumb, he noticed something more valuable than tinsel sitting next to the zombie
3: doll. Holy moly, is that a Foxy Boxy? I thought these were out of stock. Wow. Richard would kill
2: me if this was found without its packaging. The toy reminded him of the Rubik's Cube he played with as a kid. He never thought he'd see a Foxy Boxy this side of New Year's. Customers had mauled the assistant store manager in a Mark club three towns away over rumors that stock
3: was available. Must have been part of Returnables. Look at this. What a shame. Some kid scribbled all over it. Turn this and the fox pops right out. <laughs> ah, crap. I still
2: need a band-aid. Blood had smeared the cube. Then suddenly, his hair twitched on end. Bob scratched his head and felt the tickle of
3: breath on his hand. Hello? Anybody there? It's me, Bob, down here. <laughs> what the? I gotta get out of here. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh shit!
2: Terrified, Bob snatched the tinsel box and raced up the wooden steps. He reached the partially open door. Someone grabbed the outside handle and yanked it wide.
4: Ah! Please don't eat me! Gross. Did you find the tinsel? <laughs> Of course I did. Finally. Uh, Hey, you didn't happen to see Richard while you were down there, did you? He said he was going down there to get something and I haven't seen him since.
3: No, I didn't see anyone and absolutely nothing happened. Definitely no basement zombies down there. (laughs) I mean, why would there
4: be, right? Basement zombies? (laughs) See, this is why I'm glad I'm a lesbian. Basement zombies? Because men are weird. (sighs) What the the, the fuck is this? Duct tape? I told you to get tinsel. Is this supposed to be a joke?
3: Well, you know what they say about duct tape, right? It's always useful.
4: Bob, enough of your... Oh, no. What's going on?
2: Bob and Tanya had just enough time to realize that the store's heavy-duty lights were going out one by one before they were plunged into darkness.
1: Remember back in our first episode when I promised that fear has a little something for everyone? I wasn't kidding. Here we have horror comedy. I hope you guys were thinking about Shaun of the Dead or Evil Dead. Those are such powerful examples of the genre because it allows us to laugh and, and gives us that distance but it also provides such great satire for uh, for a, a platform for all of our anxieties about uh, being an employee in corporate America you know obey um, at, which does feel like a nightmare what horrors await Bob, Tanya and the rest of the Mart Club crew you'll just have to come back to find out in episode 2 of Black Friday until next time
0: You're listening to Fear, Black Friday. Created and produced by Realm, your portal to another world. Listen away. Black Friday is created and written by E.A. Copen, Produced by Diana M. Foe and Haley Wagreich. An executive produced by Fred Armisen, Julian Yap, and Molly Barton. Starring Fred Armisen, Brian Fairley, Tiana Camacho, Aaron Costagannis, Debbie Derryberry, Will Choi, Dwayne Hill, Alec Lawless, Alex Cazares, Jeff Schein, Chris Okawa, Marco Antonio Rodriguez, and Stephanie Shea. Audio produced, directed, and sound designed by Fred Greenhalgh. Additional editing by Corey Barton. Original music composition and orchestration by Hashem Asadolahi with digital orchestration by Andrew Rowan and performances by Pete McCann Andrew Washburn April Guthrie Harrison Kirk Joey Lamb and Hashem Asadolahi Original cover art by Annie Wu Executive in Charge for Realm Mary Asadolahi Fear is produced by Mary Asadolahi and Haley Wagreich Associate produced by Nicole Kreuter and Alexis Latschalk Executive produced by Molly Barton, Julian Yap, and Marcy Wiseman. Hosted by Pun Van Du. Audio editing by Felicia Dominguez. Original theme by Hashem Asadolahi. Featuring drummer Andrew Niven and mixed by Max Kuttner. Cover art by Kendall Thomas. Find more shows like Fear by following Realm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm.